better get those tickets because they are not going to be around for much longer. We are going through them really, really quickly. We are probably closing in on, what, 65 70% of the tickets sold at this point, Al. So if you want in, you need to go to 710awards.net to come to the inaugural 710 uh, Mandy Awards. Quiet Cannon in Montebello, Sunday, February 6th. So get your tickets today. $25 a ticket, which I think is perfectly, perfectly priced. It includes dinner. Um, Obviously, you get a chance to hang out with everybody. It should be a fun night. It really should. Uh, Keyshawn will be hosting it with Morales, and and we'll get a chance to do a lot of the different segments you like on all the different shows we'll do live as well. And John DeFullerton has said he will take pictures with people. So this is very exciting that he's already bought a table. There's a What what did he call them? The Travis Lee All-Stars? Is that what he he said? That he's got a crew of people getting ready to go and they'll do pictures? The fact that he's down to take a... That means a lot. It's big. It means a lot to It's it's very big. I've always wanted to ask you guys, who is the big Rage Against the Machine fan between the two of you? That's Al. Al. I was, I'm yeah. very nice. That's Al. I hear testify, well, and then I'm like, oh, it just gets you going. Here's the thing. I think, remember we were doing this, so when we were first starting our show, I was trying to think of like, okay, you got to get something that kind of lives and breathes LA mm-hmm. as best as you can, right? right. And if, if there's a fit and it makes sense, Trav, what do you think music-wise? Uh, I don't care. <laughs> I, literally, <laughs> I would, I remember when yeah, I was sending I, you by links. By the way. Yeah. I still feel the same way. <laughs> Remember when I was sending you links and I would be what like, about this hey, one? what do you cool. think of this one? What do you think of that one? And it, pretty much it came down to like, hey, why don't you figure out that portion, buddy? And uh, and let's get started. I was busy laying the groundwork, yeah. laying, pouring the cement, putting the plumbing in, the electrical, 100%. the two by fours yeah. of uh, Ask Slee and the show. And mm-hmm. you were like, what color should we paint the uh, guest bedroom? Just, like, I think it's a big it's piece. You know, like in a small way, it's a it's an important no, it's piece. Good. So anyways, you made a good choice. Went with Rage, and I've told Travis's story before that a couple years ago, I don't know, maybe seven, eight years ago, do you remember when they had, and somebody tweeted me this, I'm already forgetting it, Rage performed again. They did it at the Coliseum. Oh, I remember that. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah. talking about? Uh-huh. And I forgot what the name was. And I told him that night, once that music started, I was prepared to go to jail for three to six months. I was prepared. <laughs> By the time that music started, it was like, ah, what the hell is going on here? There's a line in The Simpsons, which is one of my all-time favorite shows, where Marge says, music is none of my business. And that's kind of, kind of line up with Marge on this one. If you like it, I love it. We'll See, like, you know there. your lane. You're like, I yeah. know food. I know sports. I know all this. I do not know music. I know Food, drinking, and the Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> these, these are the things that I'm very We're very similar, about. sir. Yeah, and the Rams. I like the Rams, too. Speaking of the Rams. Um, Dave Roberts it, just put Julio in again. <laughs> yeah. What, in the fourth inning this time? We just, we've just we done the beginning. We've done the end. We've done kind of sort of towards the middle. Um, what a mess. Um, I have a, not a confession. That's the wrong word. I have something. I don't know what I want to call it. Okay. I was so excited through eight weeks of this season with what I had seen from Matthew Stafford because it was looking really good. The sports books in Vegas were telling everybody, hey, this is your odds-on favorite to win the MVP. He was the betting favorite, that the Rams were sharp, that he was, as far as statistics go. You would go go to sleep printing out his stats and Jared Goff's and sleep (laughs) very, very well. Very, very well. And you looked at it, he was leading in touchdowns, he's leading in yardage, he's leading in QBR. Like, take, take, Take whatever metric you want, he's killing it. And this is good. And you're thinking, okay, we've got the guy. Because the other guy was clearly not the guy. I was also told that this was the guy that was going to be able to still get some stuff done when it got a little messy. Maybe somebody goes down with injury. I don't know, Robert Woods. 
Maybe the offensive line has a couple of bad weeks. Uh, it'll be the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Maybe the running game, you just don't use it or it's ineffective. Okay. You got to make some plays with your legs. You got to make some things happen. We can't throw crazy, wild, terrible interceptions. What the hell happened? What, what, what happened in the last two weeks? Because the guy that I was so excited about yeah, has yeah. just kind of disappeared. And I, I'm optimistic that he can get it back when we start in Green Bay here in a couple of weeks. But Matthew Stafford went from the guy that I was just hoping he would be to a guy that looks awfully familiar all of a sudden. I got some very good news for you. I'm going to try to help you out here with the Matthew Stafford stuff. We're not doing usually, the sandwich? Usually it's the, uh, usually it's the opposite here. What did we say coming into the season that no matter what Matt Stafford accomplished in the regular season is, yeah, it's nice, it's all great and dandy, but really he's going to be judged on one thing. You know, when he got traded here, I don't think anybody was questioning whether it was an incredible upgrade from who they had. But you were also saying, okay, wait a minute, you gave out a couple picks to go get him. Um, You know, if I'm just making a case here, Jared Goff has been to a Super Bowl. I'm not saying it's because of Jared Goff, but... What we kept saying about Matt Stafford is the only thing that really matters is what happens in the postseason, True. what happens in the playoffs. And that's not me trying to you know, diminish these last couple of weeks. And by the way, if you're going to talk about the last couple of weeks, you also have to talk about the whole, the entire season so far. So he's obviously, he's put up some great statistics as well. Now in these last two games, he's looked awful. You and I have a disagreement on this game. They're going to have a bye week. And then they're going to play the Green Bay but Packers. Before you go to that, can I just yeah. interject real quick? Mm-hmm. But you say you have to take the entire season into consideration, and and you're right. But if what were what the last two weeks are very different from the rest of the season because Jared Goff, to use as an example, or really almost I don't want to say anybody, but there are a lot of quarterbacks that can perform at a high level if the offensive line is blocking at a high level, mm-hmm. if my running game is effective, sure. if Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Deshaun Jackson, Van Jefferson, Tyler Higby are all running everywhere. around catching yep. the ball. If I've got an, if I, they don't have a ton of film on what I'm doing yet so far this season. I got all of these things. If everything's clicking at an A plus level, well, sure, I can play quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't. And there, Case Keenum can do that. Jared Goff can do that. I thought that the idea was, hey, what if a couple of these things are busted? Hey, what if a couple of these things aren't working? Hey, what if we just can't and you get could this still thrive? We can still find a way to get yeah. this done. That hasn't happened. Okay, so this is the this is why I say it's at the end of the day. Even if they won these last two games and they started off the season nine and one, right? Let's just hypothetically speaking, it's all going to come down to the only way Matt Stafford's going to be judged is what happens in the playoffs in the postseason. People are going to say, remember when, when when he came over? Well, he's 0-3 in the playoffs. Are you really grabbing a guy that was playing with a bad franchise and has been in the league for X amount of years, and that's all he's accomplished in the postseason? You're really putting all your eggs in that basket. And everybody can say, well, you can't judge him this way because he was with a bad franchise, and that's not fair either. All of this, win as many regular season games as you can. I think it's incredibly critical, this game coming up against the Packers, mm-hmm. which will be week 12. Uh, week 12, so it's after their bye week. Um, but that's how he's going to be judged. So these last two weeks have been awful. I mean, awful. And, and both of them looked very similar to start out. You know, they that did. first quarter. Both of them looked very similar. So with that being said, um, yes, they got a long way to go. Yes, I'm surprised after a seven and one start they lose these two games. Yes, I'm surprised San Francisco dominated the way they did. Push them around. Tennessee was never a game. Push them around like you like you just mentioned. But Trav, I, maybe this isn't the right way to describe it. All is well if you win on November 28th. But you got to win November 28th because if you don't, th- th- there's a fork in the road right now for the Los Angeles Rams. If you go right, 
and you beat the Packers, all of a sudden now Packers have the same amount of losses as you do and you have the tiebreaker. The only team in front of you in the NFC is going to be the Arizona Cardinals, which you still get a chance to play them down the road. If you lose to the Packers, kiss all that stuff goodbye. Division done, getting a chance, thinking you're going to run through SoFi to get to the Super Bowl is going to be at SoFi, kiss that goodbye. The the chance to potentially have to go play in Lambeau, probably more and more realistic. I think we're going to find out a lot on November 28th. You're, you're talking about a barbecue fork, right? You're talking about the two prongs that you flipped your steak with on the grill. I'm talking dinner forks. I think there's a third option, right? I think that there's a different way that the two that you had pointed out are there. There's the also... <laughs> those are the worst. Why does that exist? Why does the they spork- break every time? Well, they break every time. Okay, so you need a fork to stab I have plastic things, right? in my chicken. Okay, you need a fork to stab. Yeah, spork doesn't do that. You need a spoon to scrape. Spork doesn't do that. Why? Why? What? What is that for? Why? Why does that exist? That that, that is the worst utensil ever invented. Because I can't stab anything with a spork. I can't scrape anything with a spork. What we are we both, doing? The fact that. There's a fork in the road to make a, a point about Stafford and the Rams. Let well, you us started to, it let us spork. do why sporks are the worst inventions. Well, you started boring. it. So this is the greatest thing, though, is that the fact is you have this thought already made up about sporks. You knew this. This was not the first time you I've thought tried about to use this. one, and they're terrible. They're worthless. <laughs> Look, give me a spork or a sp- no, not a spork, a fork or a spoon oh, or good. chopsticks, whatever you got. Don't give me a spork. I'd rather use my elbow. It's All right, just, your third point, your third work. prong, the third prong. Thank you. There's the two that you mentioned. The third one is you go into Lambeau Field, you look really good, but you lose. You lose 31 to 28 because the Packers kick a 48 yard field goal. Tough game, great team, blah, blah, blah. That's fine because your first fork of, you know, you win and everything's right with the world, that's great. I don't think they're going to win that division anymore. I don't think the top seed in the NFC is is it impossible? No. Is it likely? Not really. It feels like you're going to have to win probably. 13 games to win the NFC, probably win 13 games to win the NFC West, right? The Rams at this point at 7-3 and three to get to 13, possible, but a lot of things got to break your way along the way. That if you, like you mentioned a minute ago when you're talking about Stafford, the Rams are not about winning the NFC West. They're not about being the number one seed. They're about winning the Super Bowl. And I know what you're about to say. Wouldn't it be more likely if they do these things? Maybe slightly. Fact of the matter is, Rams have a better record on the road than they do at home. We saw the Rams go on the road and beat Seattle in the playoffs last year. We saw the Rams go on the road and beat the Saints in the NFC Championship game a couple of years ago. The Rams can win playoff games on the road. Now, Green Bay is a little bit of a different animal because it's going to be cold, but I don't mind the Rams going on the road. Travis, this is the difference. The difference is you're making it sound like they're three games back. They're a game back. They're one game they're back. Two, I think. Basically. I think this is, okay, in what regard? Because I'll tell you, it's so close right now. You got to try to go push for that. You have to. the The division's not out of the out of the. Uh, We're back to our Dodger here. argument again. It's the same exact <laughs> yeah, argument. Yeah. But I, listen, I think especially for the Rams, and you're right. It's a very similar argument that we had. The difference here for the Rams is you're coming off losing two games in a row. You need freaking momentum. No, for sure. You gotta go, I, I'm with you on If that. you go beat the Green Bay Packers, when I say you're right back in the in the mix of things, you are because literally the standings will say that. This is not where the Dodgers, who were winning 100-plus games, and they kept winning. The yeah. problem was the Giants kept winning. You still get a chance to face the Arizona Cardinals and the Green Bay Packers. I don't think you slip. But you let that slip away. It's not slipping away. You're, but if you're you lose, talk- it's over. Oh, I think so, too, yeah. for, for sure on that one. But what I'm saying is, is that they've got seven games left. They're going to have to win 
five of those to get to 12, but that's six. The, 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 and, and it's that's just, you, you've seen the way they played the last but two But you weeks. know, Trev, this is the same conversation that we've had. Let me use the Lakers as an example. Wait a minute. I thought Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook, they're supposed to keep things afloat. You say, well, how quick did that conversation change? How quick did the conversation just change with the Rams? Now we're it's not different. even fighting for the division. They, play only, they only have 17 games. They don't have 82. Right, but they have seven left. Yeah. You got the Packers in front of you. You got the Cardinals in front of you. The two teams who are one game ahead of you. They're right there in front of you. Cards are two at the moment because they have the tiebreaker in their hand. But I, I hear what you're saying. I just they're not going to waving they're the flag not again. Win Same five thing. out of these last games. They they not look good. They they just have not. San Francisco. Let me say this again. I know I said it a bunch yesterday. Might have gotten lost in the shuffle of the main awards. The, this is the NFL. Anybody can beat anybody for any sure. Given week for sure. But they got beat the same way once by a good team, once by a bad team. Fix it. That's not. That's a, how do you fix physical toughness? How do you fix physicality? That's a tough fix. You lost. Have McVeigh stop being so stubborn and start running the ball more that's a too. Good answer. That's a really good answer, by the way. Okay, thank um, you. Appreciate it. You ever that, thrown any food at anybody before? Um, couple games ago, Lakers Bulls. <laughs> he threw a nachos at Michael. <laughs> I threw the crustables. <laughs> Don't you Uncrustables. dare waste the. <laughs> Un is what makes that sandwich. The, the I sandwich. cut it in half and I <laughs> threw added it, crust. I threw it to section one fourteen. Well, you have uh, you, sit down. You, you share some company with uh, somebody that I think everybody will be interested in who threw a pretzel at the uh, Rams game the other night. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Only once. Only once has somebody said when I've gotten into an Uber, hey, uh, I'm uncomfortable with you in the front. Would you mind getting in the back? And that was at the height of the pandemic. <laughs> and I was masked up and everything. But he, he's like, no, 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 no. You got to get in the back. Since then, they love it when I get in the front. I've got I've gotten into an Uber and say, look, I'll, I'll take it from here. <laughs> Slide over. Take a break. Got like you a 20-minute drive. You sit in the back. I See how I feel. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Just... I love it. We drop you off. I don't even. I don't even ask. Just open the front door. I'm going to sit up here if that's okay with you. As you're buckling in, it's just it is a power move. What do you I got like in the glove compartment? <laughs> you guys got any mints? Oh, by the way, that's kind of always a weird. What's moment. the deal with your don't insurance? Is it expired? Don't offer me mints and water. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know each other. I'm just. I'm good. If I need a mint, I'll go to my own pocket. I'm appreciative of it. I appreciate the effort, but I'm yeah. not touching that. That's like, hey, would you like a free sip of my water? No. I'm good. It's a similar, you know, back in the days you go to a club or a bar or something like that, somebody in the bathroom like, hey, what do you need, cologne, gum, this, yeah. that. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good, nope, bro. I'm good. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, Spilled on my shirt. Do you have a <laughs> 15 and a half, 32, 33 leg? <laughs> what he goes into the drawer, pops out, blue or white? What do you want? What do you want? I got you covered. Um, That's awesome. So this has kind of come out here in the last few hours. Apparently, um, Matthew Stafford's wife, fired a pretzel at somebody during the game up in uh, San Francisco over the weekend or on should say on Monday Night Football she has apologized she says she needs to do better I just I guess my first question is did it hit its intended target or was it intercepted 
because if she's been around her husband quite a bit, maybe it went maybe it went the wrong 100%, way. Hundred percent, it was picked. No question about it. <laughs> yeah, I, this is this is bad. She she's a will always stand up for my guy and everyone I love, but obviously needed to do it completely differently. I'm embarrassed as well. Sorry you had to witness me in my weak moment. It's a good apology, and I'm sure she's embarrassed and and regret, regretful and all those things. It's a bad look. Got to be honest. It's a bad look. How do you get to that? Yeah, walk away. It's a bad especially deal. especially. You know, if somebody knows you're the wife of the quarterback, maybe they're going to do something. First of all, I don't know the full story, but whoever's going out of their way to also know that, hey, let's really stick it to her because she's the quarterback or she's the wife of Matt Stafford. That's all stupid in itself. But, bro, what do you mean you threw it? Like, when you read that story off to me, I'm like, it doesn't even – I can't even comprehend what you're talking about. Yeah, this is from SanFranciscoGate.com. Yeah. Uh, the kerfuffle first started off when a fan allegedly began talking trash to Kelly Stafford. Something seemed to set her off as she then turned around and chucked her food, a soft pretzel, though there's some debate about how soft the pretzels are at Levi's Stadium uh, at the person. Uh, TMZ is reporting that stadium security intervened and moved Stafford and her crew to another part of the stadium to avoid confrontation. It's just it's a bad deal because now he's going to have to what answer do I do questions about. Hey, yeah. uh, did you hear your wife threw a pretzel? And so it's like, yeah. What, what what do you want me to say about that? I'm not going to not take my wife's side, right? It's it's just it's a. It's What's a, that conversation when he gets home? Work for Matthew Stafford. What's that, that conversation need? when he gets home? Does he just let come? Come on, SanFranciscoGate.com with me real quick. Let's read this through together. <laughs> And first of all, Lady another Slee, thing. If I said something like, hey, Anthony Davis isn't that good and, and I'll keep sticking up for him, is Lady Slee firing a pretzel at me? It would be a really <laughs> bad conversation if I have to address something like that. By the way, can I also say this? Yeah. Um, when's the last time you were at a stadium? A week ago. Okay. You're not throwing away that food. <laughs> It's, well, if you got NFL quarterback money, you're probably more likely to throw it. No, Matthew Stafford's pretty rich. There is also the decision of saying that $18 pretzel, <laughs> half of it just went down the drain. you got to be much more strategic with what you're doing at these games. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I pulled up to SoFi Stadium, they knocked me for a quick 80 just to park uh, 600 yards away. Just quick 80 before you even get anywhere, right? Let me let me grab 80 from you, and then we'll get you in the stadium. At that point, everything is very strategic. Yeah, it's a, it was it's an interesting story. That's one of those. Th- this has happened in my life, right? Can you Where, talk to my Wells Fargo? Uh, <laughs> take a second to see a line of credit, sir. Blood sample. Your last four digits, your social security number. People in our line of work, people say bad things about us. Nothing like an NFL quarterback. Nothing like it, right? Yeah. But you just – I've had my children, I've had my wife want to go off the top rope and say, I got you on this. It's like, you can't. You just stand down. Yeah. I get it. I don't like it either, but, but it's, you it's, just it, – it, you're going to make it worse. Just don't you, do it's it. It's the equivalent of – it doesn't have to be the quarterback's wife. It doesn't have to be somebody who's on radio and you have somebody that hates something that you said and says something really mean or on you Twitter or whatever the being. case is. It's just – Two individuals, like just human beings. It's like yeah. really, you got to get to that. Yeah. That's why we always say, oh, you know, when people, see, this is where we go. Well, no, no, in opposite direction. No, we don't go in opposite directions. So you and I talk about this when you're at a stadium. You're, let's say you're at Dodger Stadium, or you're going. You and I used to joke around. I used to tell you when I used to go to Charger Raider games back in the days at Qualcomm, and Raider fans would basically tell me where I can park and when I can't park. I'm yes, like, sir. I know, but I'm in San Diego, <laughs> and they didn't care. And I said, sounds good. I'll go park across the street at IKEA. Um, <laughs> You and I don't enjoy watching 
fights. Oh, no, I hate it. But I'm also very, very aware that they're going to happen in almost every day, in almost every stadium. That Once it's once the temperature's turned up, no, very rarely is somebody turning it back down. Something bad's going to happen. Like, I could see Burr getting into a brawl. No question about it. <laughs> you ever thrown a pretzel at anybody? I mean, not like a fan, unless it's a family member. <laughs> Thanksgiving? <laughs> you threw the turkey leg at your <laughs> grandma? <laughs> right. How dare you say that? <laughs> okay, Let me no tell pie. you what your problem no is, pie, Grandma. <laughs> Can I can I just make a, an observation about this show just a little bit? I'm not in this room very often while you guys are on. I'm usually in my office and I'm just listening. I've noticed Travis. I don't know if you've noticed this, Lee. Travis, at the start of the show, at the first hour, he's up. He's sitting up straight. He's looking straight forward at oh, you. Oh yeah, I and know the where second, you're going here. The second, yep. the second hour, mm-hmm. you kind of lean back just a little bit. All of a sudden, the mic goes back just a tiny little bit. Yep. And now, and now we're at twelve twenty-five, and you're fully like leaned back, feet on the table. <laughs> you're just like I'm completely in comfort mode. <laughs> My caffeine's wearing off. I've seen him do a show from on the floor. He just literally <laughs> like this. He's the like handheld mic. The mic comes all the way down. I'm like, what are you doing? You're like, just watching Netflix. What are, you, are, you still, are we still on? Is that still happening? Let's try a Dr. Pepper call in line. Let's go to Chino next. And Pat, Pat, you're on with uh, Travis Lee. What's up, Patrick? Hey, guys. Well, you know, it's you know we're a little struggling here with the Rams. But you know what? How do you inherit one of the top-rated defense the past few years, and all of a sudden – this defense doesn't look like they're very prepared for every or opponent that they're going to get. Forget about the last two weeks. Let's go back to the Detroit game. We might have lost that game if it wasn't for Ramsey intercepting the ball in the end zone towards the end of the game to help ice the game. I mean, guys, all of a sudden we suck on defense. People can run on us. We, it doesn't look like we know where we're going. And even Ramsey got hot on the sideline because – I mean, I don't think he can believe what's going on. How does this happen? Are we putting yeah. anything over heat? Maybe he's not up to the task of shutting of or have, as my father would say, has the smart to shut someone's offense down completely. I, I don't think pretty- that's what it is, Patrick. I want to answer your question. Um, c- a couple of things here. Number one, Travis Lee's brought to you by Goodyear with you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear more driven. The defense against the 49ers, Patrick, like you pointed out, was bad. It was. It was. It, I'm not defending anything they had. And you're right. Jalen Ramsey was terribly frustrated. They had a very bad night defensively, where the Niners ran the ball at will, and Jimmy G had an incredible completion percentage. Now they weren't pushing the ball down the field, but they moved the ball in the Rams. They did. No defense there. Fact of the matter is, it's really their first super bad game on defense all season long. The Rams going into that game were a top five defense in the NFL statistically. The Rams give up a lot of yards. They give up some big plays along the way, but they don't give up a ton of points. You need to—it's the points that are the thing. You mentioned Detroit; they didn't move the ball in the Ram defense. They moved the ball in the Rams special teams. That—that that was—that was not the defense getting gashed. They missed one tackle on the screen pass that went for a touchdown. It's one play. Guy popped a big one and it set up a touchdown. It's one play. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're going to miss a play here. There, the Ram defense has been very, very good as far as the Ramsey interception saving that game. That was just a matter of time. Jared Goff is going to throw that interception. It's we, We've seen it. The Ram defense, other than San Francisco, I got no defense for what it, it was on, on, on Monday night. It was bad. It's been pretty good. It's not flashy. It's not a bunch of picks. It's not, They lead the league in quarterback sacks. They lead the league in uh, quarterback pressures. Ram defense is fine. Now, it's not super deep. You know, the, the, the depth on that defense is pretty thin. We saw Darius Williams go down at one point, and all of a sudden you've got Scott in there who's having a little trouble. You've got uh, uh, Dante Dion who's having a little trouble. You've got some guys there that maybe weren't quite up for it at the moment. 
fact of the matter is the defense has not been the problem other than Monday Night Football. Okay, we got a couple things we can do when we come back. First of all, the Lakers are taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. Pre-game show is going to start at 3 after Mason Island, a shorter version version of Mason Island. And then at 4.30 will be tip-off for the do Lakers and, and the Bucks. I'll find something to do. <laughs> Plus, something that we haven't even Go talked drinking? about yet. What's, What's going on this weekend oh. that used to be a really big freaking Ugh. event in Los Angeles. We'll tell you about that coming up next day right here. This is the Travis and Sleeva Show on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You mentioned it, Al. <laughs> there is something that used to be a really big deal that has fallen to a... a de- I don't even know how to describe where it is right now. We're talking about USC and UCLA are playing each other in football this weekend. Didn't that used to matter in this city? Didn't that used to be something we're looking that people at you, Greg. excited about? It, I used to be really excited for it. I'm sure I'll watch it, possibly. Which is fine. I mean, I'm sure there's there's still, you know, allure for diehard fans, but the reality is nobody cares in LA. It's not a story. It's line. weird, man. I mean, you you think about it. You you think about what this game used to be. What what this used to be was you were Competing for the Pac-10 slash Pac-12 championship. Really, since it's been the Pac-12, UCLA hasn't had much skin in that game. It's more, but going back for the Pac-10 championship, for a chance to play in the Rose Bowl. Occasionally, it had national championship implications for at least SC on a handful of occasions. Sure. And once in a while for, for UCLA. And UCLA would love the opportunity to ruin it for UCLA. Or USC would love the opportunity to knock UCLA out of the Rose Bowl. You're talking about just a, a both teams littered with NFL talent just everywhere all over the field in the secondary and on the both lines at the skill positions it's all over the place you you have number one picks often in these games and now this game feels like ASU and Cal it just it there's it's like yeah okay it's it's another Pac-12 game what what happened it's just full of mediocrity. Both teams are just mediocre teams, and they have been for quite some time, for years now. This isn't just something that is just happening over the last couple of years. It has been for a long, long time now that both teams are just bad. UCLA hasn't had a good team since, what, the first couple of years of Jim Mora? Yeah. And even that wasn't that was all that great. Average. Yeah, they went to like 11-2, and two and that was the greatest year ever. For the last in the last twenty years, so and USC they've had bad coaches over and over and over again since Pete Carroll. That it's just bad football on the field, and that's unfortunate for what it is. I mean, like Brett Hundley was the best quarterback for UCLA for a while, but he can't make it in the NFL. No, well, I mean, how about this? 
right? It used to be kind of a showcase for future NFL players. Here are the guys, and this is just off, kind of off the top of my head. I made a list this morning. USC, we're talking about Keyshawn Johnson and Anthony Munoz, Marcus Allen, Carson Palmer, Matt Leinart, uh, Junior Seau, Ronnie Lott, Troy Polamalu, Tony mm. Baselli, Mark Sanchez, Reggie Bush, uh, Curtis Conway, Robert Woods. These guys were all impactful NFL players, and you knew they were going to be. It wasn't like they came out of nowhere and all of a sudden like, oh, that guy went this. You know, they were stars at USC. UCLA, Jonathan Ogden, Troy Aikman, Kenny Easley, Maurice Jones-Drew, Anthony Barr, Mercedes Lewis, Eric Kendricks. Like, these guys are star NFL players. They're impact guys. You got got DTR against Keaton Slovis? What in the world? And and here's the thing. It doesn't have to be – nobody's saying that it has to be a nationally televised game where everybody across the country is paying attention to it. LA's not paying right. attention to it. That's it. You know, just at the end of the day, it's you just want LA, you want there to be a buzz. You want us to be sitting here talking about it on Friday. It's a must-watch game. At least it's going to be competitive. SC fans calling in, UCLA fans calling in, people talking smack. Uh, none of that. There's nothing here. I could go on StubHub right now and buy a ticket for 60 bucks. Yeah. And well, think about it. One team already fired their coach, and another team is thinking about it. <laughs> You know, the Chip Kelly, pro- Greg, you probably know better. He'll probably survive, right? But it, it's mm. been a conversation. Mm. I don't think so. You I think, think he's canned? done. Even if he, if he wins out, he goes eight and four. Okay. Uh, with a bowl game, maybe nine and four. But if he gets That's to nine and four, maybe, maybe he, he stays. stays. I think he stays. I think, but the problem is, I think he has lost the fan base. He has lost Did the he boosters. Mm-hmm. Other than when he hi- other than when he got hired, because it's, oh, Chip Kelly. Oh, Chip Kelly was a great hire. I, I, mean, I thought so, too. At the time? I thought so, absolutely. too. But then once you saw the product on the field, it was, well, that doesn't look very good. And then you could say, well, once he gets his guys, it'll be better. Well, sure. he's got his guys now, and it still looks bad. You need to understand that this year's team, they are full. Their their defense is full of four to six year seniors because of the extra years of eligibility, hmm. and their defense is terrible, just absolutely horrendous. Well, here's the good news. The good news is, while SoFi popped me for eighty dollars and I didn't leave the parking <laughs> lot, sixty bucks, I'm inside. I'm watching USC and UCLA. Yeah, it's it's too bad because that's a super fun game. And you know what they yeah. do at that game that yeah. I absolutely love, and they started it. They, they did it forever, and then they stopped doing it, and now they do it again. I love that both teams wear their home uniforms. Love that. I absolutely love it. The Trojans are wearing their Cardinal uniforms. Yep. The, the Bruins are wearing their baby blues. It just it it feels very LA. I just wish the football was actually you know not terrible. Okay, um, coming up at uh, four thirty. So Lakers are going to take on the Bucks. Mm-hmm. So it's the first of this five game road trip for the Lakers. You and I talked about it a little bit earlier. Lakers are a very mediocre basketball team right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any way, any other way to put it. By the way, their record represents that. They're eight and seven. They're four and five without LeBron James. Um, very mediocre, I think, is the right way to put it. Trav, if they come back from this road trip, and there are you know reports out there that he LeBron could come back on Friday against the Boston Celtics. By the way, how about him coming back? And I, listen, I'm sure if LeBron could have came back, he'd love to be there tonight against sure. Milwaukee. Of course, against Giannis, but he'll come back. If he comes back Friday, he'll still have the Boston Celtics game. You'll still have the game against the Detroit Pistons, the New York Knicks at the Madison Square Garden, and the Indiana Pacers. You know, it kind of sounds sad to say this, but here's the reality. If they just come back above 500 on this trip, I think it's a it's a very successful trip. You come back 3-2, and two, you had a good road trip. The, the record is not without meaning. I, I think you're right. If you win more than you lose, I guess you're doing something right. That's great. But and who would have thought that? You know, coming into the season, not that me. that's kind of the expectation. Not me, but I, I think, to, so what you just said, mm-hmm. going back to the beginning of the season, I have wanted to see improvement 
I've wanted to see, oh, that looks a little better than it did last week. Oh, Russ, that's actually a very useful role that he's playing on this team. Oh, Anthony Davis, you know, three, four games in a row, he's been the best player on the court. The, even if they're losing those games, but the arrow is is, is in the right direction, I'm okay with that. If, put it to you this way, Al. If they came off the, how many games did you said? Four or five? Five-game five. road trip. Let's, let's say they come back one and four. Let's okay. say it goes haywire, but yep. they... But those, those those things I just mentioned start LeBron's back and looks healthy and and frisky and and spry and all those things. AD's really competing at a high level night in and night out. Russell Westbrook's starting to turn the ball over less and less. Yep. Guys are making some shots. They just get beat because the other team plays a little better. Okay, I mean it's not it's not perfect because I know it's one saying. and four. You're but saying, yep. hey, for the first time, it looks like a basketball team right now. It looks like strangers that met in the parking lot and say, "Hey, we got to go play these guys. You want you want in on this?" They don't look like a semblance of a team. Hasn't looked like a team all season long. I want to see the outline of a good basketball team at some point. Even if it means they're not winning, I can live with that. You know what I like to see tonight? Because LeBron's not going to be there. Giannis and Anthony Davis. Mm. AD and Giannis going toe-to-toe. Anthony Davis deciding that, you know what, enough of this. Uh, all this, these double teams that they're throwing at me. Me not going out and just dominating the paint. And listen, I don't say this with too much confidence because I've seen, obviously, Anthony Davis uh, a number of times. And just looking at just what we've seen so far this year, Giannis has separated himself from that conversation. There used to be a conversation. Giannis or AD? Giannis or AD? Well, that doesn't mean AD can't change things around, but the, the one thing that we're watching right now is when push comes to shove and it comes down to um, Giannis kind of manding the paint and you absolutely feel him on every possession – we haven't seen that with Anthony Davis. I'd say one of the biggest disappointments for me so far in this Lakers season, and this is also, I'll say Mark Spears was on Lakers Talk last night, kept kind of saying, pump the brakes, pump the brakes, don't worry about it, everything is fine. But one of the things that I think I've walked away that's been most disappointing, I thought Russ and AD would carry the Lakers more with LeBron out. That has not been the case. So it's funny you say that, that AD can't turn it around. First of all, I don't think he can. He's 10 years into his career. He is who he is. The die is cast. The, the clay is hard on that, right? That you, you don't he can become, turn it around, I said, not can't. You no, know, but you know, you, yes, yes. Okay. If AD goes out there and just, let's say he just kills it, just like he, he's given the he Probably will to have 35 and 15 just tonight. Gives no the one would be surprised. To Giannis, yep. right? Like you watch the game tonight, you're like, that guy's better than that guy. Mm-hmm. And AD's on the right end of that. Honestly, it would make me even more angry than I have been with AD. Because you want to see it every yes! night. Yes! Yeah. It's like, yeah. it, is that what it takes? Is you just, somebody needed to kind of light a little bit of a fire under you and it's going to go out in 10 minutes? I, I don't care what happens on any given night. I care what happens week to week. I care what happens month to month. I care what happens year to year. And I, I know what it is. I know what it is. There, there's no next wave coming. To be honest, slow build, slow build, slow build. All of a sudden, there it is. AD has been a tremendous player from the moment he stepped foot in this league. Sure. His skill sets have gotten better. Mm-hmm. His ability to do different things. Like if you just went down a checklist of basket, who's a better rebounder, who's a better shot blocker, who's a better defender, who's got a better stroke, who's got a better handle, who's got better fit, just go down. AD probably wins a lot of those head-to-head things. Sure. But if you who's who's a better player? Oh, it's it's it's, it's Giannis. Give me him. I, I'm done with this. I'm done with this next level. It would have been here by would now. Would you have rather played for, because when AD was in New Orleans, it was Smoothie King Center. Would you rather go to your home games at Smoothie King Center or Crypto.com Arena? Crypto.com Arena? I think I'm going Smoothie King. Well, at least Smoothie, you can eat it. I mean, that's something you can you can eat a smoothie. You can't eat a crypto. Something. I don't I want know. to watch a game and like it just sounds delicious. 
Crypto.com Arena does not roll off no, the tongue. does not. SoFi Stadium, perfect. Staples Center, perfect. The Pond, perfect. <laughs> Crypto.com Arena just sounds a little bit weird. 700 mil, you call it whatever you want. So I just got an update from Tommy, and the tickets are still moving. If you want to come to the 710 Mandy Awards, I can't tell you how serious I am about it. You need to go buy them right now. We're going to sell these out very, very quickly. 710awards.net, 25 bucks a ticket. It's on February 6th. That's a Sunday. It's at the Quiet Canyon, or excuse me, Quiet Cannon in Montebello, and we're going to have a big party. Right? There's going to be fun and games. We're going to have some food. We're going to hang out. We're going to tell stories. We're going to laugh. You're going to, everybody here at the station is going to be there. If you would like to come and spend time with us and have a great night, you need to go to 710awards.net because the tickets are just about gone. 710awards.net, and then we're all uh, we're all post once the party's done. We'll be at Travis's. Everybody is piling over to the Rogers house, so just keep that in mind. Again, everybody is going to the Rogers house. You could spend the night there and uh, just enjoy yourself. <laughs> I do want to have a party. I do want to have everybody over, but this could just take the place of that. No invite so needed. We'll just, you know what? If you don't even go, you could still go to Travis's house. <laughs> yeah, just come on over. The the police respond very quickly in my neighborhood. This is all this is all very good. It'll be it'll be police perfect. invited as well. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's an event for whoever wants to come. Come on by my house right now. It's time for the dump. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Very quickly, my team, the team that you decided to root against because I like them, the yep. Anaheim Ducks, have won eight games in a row. Slee, you want come on over here. Come on over. You're welcome. You're still welcome. You can be a Ducks fan like me. Eight in a row. I told you I only cheer for the Canadian teams. <laughs> You're a big, big Ottawa Senators guy. That's your crew? Or My dad growing up was a big... <laughs> Senators the fan. The Leafs. Canucks fan. Yeah, the Canucks fan. The Ducks beat them twice in this eight-game run. So, Ducks playing some good hockey. Ryan Getzlaff got his 1,000th mm. career point, which is basically an automatic ticket to the Hall of Fame. So, congratulations to him. Ducks playing really good. Danny DeVito turns 77 today. Danny DeVito, first thing you think of is? um, Damn. I are wasn't you, ready for that. You, Twins. Okay, that's a really good answer. Twins is a really good answer. I thought for sure you're going to say all it's always sunny. sunny. I yeah. thought for sure that's yeah. where you're going. Yeah, for a second there, I just uh, I paused there. I choked on I choked on that situation right there. <laughs> well, you talk it's about always, that show all the time. It's a fan. You ever watch It's Always Sunny? It's my favorite show. One Bro, of them. Top top five. Why do I feel like it's underrated? I feel like more people should be talking about it, even though they're on their fifty eighth season. It's because it's on FX, and that's, that's why. what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is yours taxi? Taxi. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I think it's an age thing, right? That I, Louis De Palma, where he was standing in that cage yelling at everybody along the way. Happy birthday to uh, Danny DeVito. Speaking of birthdays, Martin Scorsese, seven. Yeah, what has he done today? He's made a few little what has he accomplished? videos that you might have seen. Along hates the Marvel. Way. <laughs> well, I kind of get it. I get why. Oh, come he on, hates man. Marvel. No, no, I'm not saying I hate Marvel. Okay. I get why he hates Marvel. Right? What's to, his reasoning? Why does he hate it? I'm assuming because it's just cotton candy for the brain right there's just he says there's no storyline there's right. no plot it's, it's just special it's just, effects it's just guys in tight costumes it's handsome people in tight costumes with a bunch I, of special i get where effects. he's coming from i, I could too. see that, that if, i mean it, look, think of the classic 
classic movies he's been involved in classic and the storylines behind it and the, the classic characters, characters the yep. dialogue the, yep. the things that go along with creating a universe that didn't exist sure. this other one i mean again i like marvel movies they're fine i'll go see them i enjoy them but they're not you said, high art the way that some of these the if good fellas if is. you're picking between a marvel movie or what you know what scorsese has done it's like it's not Who? even I just made up a name. <laughs> yeah. Scorsese. Scorsese. Martin Scorsese? Is that your guy? <laughs> Martin Scorsese. Let me, let me tell you my favorite was director. Was Martin Scorsese who, is who was the man. Who is a dude on the Spurs? I couldn't say Pirtle. <laughs> well, you can't say Scorsese either. I can't. Well, Pirtle <laughs> doesn't even can. look like Pirtle. No. <laughs> there's no R in his, his name at all, but it's, uh, there's an R in, in the pronunciation. It's the most confusing thing doing those games. Like, Yako Pirtle. That's a, that's a hard name to say. How about this? This is good news. I, I This is my lane. I got another lane, Greg. Scorsese. Ooh, another one. T Tiger Woods is one of my lanes. I oh, love okay. Tiger Woods. I love the uh, golf PGA Tour. Yeah. Seen walking around L.A. without crutches. This, look, I don't think anybody understands because he hasn't really told us. Tiger's leg was in jeopardy in that accident. I really think that the, the accident was that bad. He was in intensive care, trauma center. Mm. Like, I think the injuries to his leg were incredibly serious that he's walking around without crutches. Very, very good news. I would, I, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I would love to see Tiger Woods play the PGA Tour again. It's crazy because I, I don't think I even thought of golf after that, you know, so to just see if, if he could get to that point obviously would mean everything. I think, and honestly, Phil Mickelson winning a major championship at 51 years old kind probably of, I, I motivates like, him. You know sure. what? You don't get to do that. I get to do that. I'm going to find a way to get it done. How do people get the pod? All right, ESPN app or on iTunes. Just search Travis and Sliwa. Get the full uh, three hours of the show from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. All right, so an abbreviated version of Mason and Iler, and then Al is right back with Michael for the Laker pregame show. We've got all of that coming up today, and then you and I are back tomorrow, and we're going to talk about it. Giannis and the Bucks and the Lakers and whether or not they got stuff sorted and out. And have a sandwich from Howlin' Rays. Don't, I'm still hoping it goes away. And Berg is in. still hoping nope. it goes away. Taylor's Not eating it. it. Emily's eating it. Alan Slee was eating it. Janice is eating it. Everybody's Janice, in. that's right. I forgot about Janice, and I may or may not indulge. Travis Slee, 710 ESPN.